This is episode 141 of Shades Midweek. This is a podcast where we talk about theology, culture, and all things Shades. My name is John Mark DeRoe, and I am joined, as usual, here in Three Stream Studio by John, uh, with Jonathan Haves. And this is actually the final episode of 2022. We have found ourselves at the end of the year and heading into 2023. So uh, you have anything you want to say at the end of the year, Jonathan? You know, I mean, I had been thinking over here of what incredible weighty words of wisdom could I impart uh-huh. right here to close out the year. Uh-huh. I've got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no. Yeah. Um, so we're actually, you know, uh, on vacation uh, next week. And so this is technically before Christmas. It is. That we're recording this. And we've got an interview uh, that we've done that we're really excited about everybody hearing. But before I forget to say this, just so everyone knows, um, if you have young children, listen, there are Christmas discussions that happen that you may not want your young children to be privy to. <laughs> So later in the episode, you, later in the episode, you've been you've been fairly warned. But yeah, man, I'm still stoked about Christmas. Everybody be hearing this after Christmas. So I hope that you all had a very Merry Christmas. So I hope so, too. And uh, I know that, Jonathan, you have some plans. You guys are going to be uh, headed out for New Year's. Is that yeah, correct? we'll be out of town when this uh, when this post we will be in Albany, Georgia, mm-hmm. uh, visiting my my in-laws and having a good time down there and yeah we'll be down there through the first and so ringing in the new year which we normally do by sleeping (laughs) we don't we don't stay up anymore we're so so lame yeah we're we're gonna be traveling up to louisville uh for new year's this year we're gonna meet some of ashley's family that lives in cleveland we're gonna meet them halfway in between birmingham and cleveland so louisville is the spot her, some of our cousins are going to come down. Uh, we, we have some uh, cousins of hers that are the same age as Moses and Zion. Yeah. So they're going to have some fun times playing with some friends. And Louisville's good as a fun city, too. Yeah, we're very excited. And so we'll spend a few days there, and then we'll come back to work. Kids will be back in school, and we'll be back to the grind. Back, and it'll be a new year. Back to doing it. It'll be a new year. I don't really have any resolutions. I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna work out more. I think that's gonna be my resolution. I'm gonna run. We're gonna see how that goes. Right, right. We're gonna try, try and do those things more, <laughs> as if we've been doing them some. Yeah, right. We're do right. Them more. Right. Oh, anyway. Well, man, let's close out the year properly. Let's close it out with some really good music. Okay, let's do it. Here's Jam's album of the week. Uh, the last one of 2022. There's a lot of pressure, I feel like, this is the last one of 2022. album this week comes from rock band Wilco. Wilco has been around for a long time, since the mid-90s, 
and they just put out a record in 2022, May actually, and it's called Cruel Country. It was one of my top albums of the year, and it is it's a 21-song epic double album that lasts for an hour and 17 minutes. This track is called Tired of Taking It Out on You. If you like Wilco, I think you're going to be really into this record. If you're not that into them, uh, it's just kind of standard fare for Wilco. Although I will say it harkens back to their early days as a band where they played more alternative country type music. And they've had more rock and roll sounding albums in the past they've had more experimental indie rock albums and this kind of goes back to some of their roots and jeff tweedy the uh lead singer and songwriter in the band uh i love wilco jonathan i don't know how much you've listened to them or not they've they've been around for quite a while and they have a pretty big discography to go through as well but i do highly recommend this album it is called cruel country they use country and western music and a lot of the themes and messages of the album it's uh you know this this tension between a love for our country but also addressing the the past and uh the things that that we have not done right as a country uh so it's a it's a great album i highly recommend it everyone should check it out yeah i haven't done a lot of listening to uh, Wilco over the years, but I definitely, I want to check this album out. And ironically, you said it came out in May? Yes. It's a very uh, very Christmassy album cover. It is. It's uh, got the red. Yeah, it almost looks like a Christmas ornament or like it a does. snowflake going on. So, yeah, appropriate. Appropriate here at the end of the year. I'm very intrigued by the title of the first track. I Am My Mother. <laughs> <laughs> I am my mother. Yeah, that's that's a good one for sure. So definitely check this out. It's 21 songs. It's a lot to get through, but I really enjoy it. Okay, Jonathan, it is time for Bradford's Book Club via Jonathan Haves. And thank you to whoever recorded that from wherever and some boys choir who we didn't wait around to hear or whatever Brad normally says right there. All right. So yeah, so here at the end of the year, it may seem when I suggest this book like I'm ending the year on a downer, but I mean, one, do we expect anything less from this Enneagram 4 sitting over here? Uh, but but two, um, I, I'm actually suggesting this book um, because not not because it's a downer, but it's to help get you out of when you are down. And as we all know, like seasonal depression is a real thing. Um, and around this time of year in the winter, it gets cold. It's not as much sunlight. Sunsets earlier. Like people are really affected. And so this is a great resource. Uh, whether you yourself are feeling depressed, and sometimes if you are, you can't really engage resources. Uh, so. So if you can, this is great. If you can't, maybe someone in your life, you know, if you're someone out there and there's someone in your life who is uh, down and depressed and you're like, I just don't even know how to enter into this. This is a great resource. The book is called Depression and the subtitle is Looking Up from the Stubborn Darkness. It is by Edward T. Welch. Ed Welch. Uh, Ed Welch is a... uh, uh, a licensed psychologist and also a faculty member at the Christian Counseling and Educational Foundation, CCEF. 
Um, and so he uh, is a more than equipped uh, minister of the gospel um, and, uh, and specifically skilled within the realm of counseling. And so this flows out of his years of expertise in walking alongside of people suffering from depression. So just a little bit from the book description says, where is God in the struggle? Looking away from despair towards hope can feel risky. What if God doesn't come through for you? What if you don't feel instantly better? Instead of offering simple platitudes or unrealistic cure-all formulas, Ed Welch addresses the complex nature of depression with compassion and insight, applying the rich treasures of the Christian gospel and giving fresh hope to those who struggle. Depression can be a crippling mental health issue, but with the faith in God, uh, but with the faith in God, new hope can be discovered and a path to becoming a healthy, happy Christian again can be found. And so this is just an excellent resource. As someone who has struggled with depression, I have found this to be helpful uh, in my own life. Uh, I found it to be helpful in coming alongside of others. So thought it could be particularly uh, useful resource just at this time of year. Depression, Looking Up from the Stubborn Darkness by Edward T. Welch. You should check it out. Great recommendation, Jonathan. Well, like Jonathan mentioned earlier, we uh, just finished up an interview with Josh and Meg McClung, longtime members of SVCC. So you are going to hear that now, and we'll probably do, at the beginning of next year, we'll probably do you know a, a brief recap of the previous year, maybe talk about some of our favorite moments from Shades Midweek and things that happened at Shades. But uh, we're just going to leave you with this interview here. We hope that you had a wonderful Christmas with your families and your loved ones. We pray that uh, New Year's is a beautiful time. Hopefully... A lot of you are getting some rest as we head into the new year. As always, you can email us here at midweek at shadesvalley.org because as Brad always says, who's not here uh, right now, here at Shades Midweek, you're a part of the conversation. We hope you enjoy this interview. Happy New Year. We're really excited on this uh, week's episode of Shades Midweek to have with us none other than good friends of the show, perhaps our most interviewed interviewees of all time. Maybe so. Maybe so we should count. Ladies and gentlemen, Josh and Meg. Hello, hello. What's up, y'all? Like actually in, in the, the booth, not over the in phone. The house, not on the phone. In in the, in the that's house, right. in, in, in the living the color. First time it's the three stream studio. That's yeah. right. So yeah. it used to be four streams. I was about to say you, you got the full explanation. So for, yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. I'm a, <laughs> I'm a regular listener to the podcast. Josh knows what's up. up. I do know. Oh man. Have I, you and I update Meg? Have you appreciated uh, our? Uh, oh, you, yeah. you recommended got, yeah. like some more shade specific yeah. stuff. Oh, perfect. I love it. And the phone calls. We've tried to bring in some things. I love it. Yeah. So it's great. It's my, it really is. It's like a lifeline back to this community. Cause we, you know, I think even I mentioned in the email when we're away, when we're doing ministry, when we're overseas, whatever the case may be, it's a, it's a little bit of, you feel like out of sight, out of mind. It's hard to connect back mm -hmm. home to yeah. the body here and our, even our family, we go days, weeks without talking to at some mm -hmm. point. So mm -hmm. listening to the podcast is one of those things that keeps me somewhat in the loop or engaged yeah. with what's going on. So well, oftentimes when I'm out running, I'll listen 
I, I don't think I miss many episodes at all. Well, I, I, I think about things when I'm running. I'm like, oh, I should email that. But I'd never do that. <laughs> yeah. But if it, I do occasionally. I think I've sent one email. Yeah. <laughs> right, 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 right. I'll, I'll make that a goal in 2023 to send more feedback. How are you guys are down. doing if I... There you uh, go. If it's approving my needs or not. Well, just, just so you <laughs> know. 2023 goals. Uh, just so you know, you're a lifeline to us knowing that we have at least one listener. Yes. Nice. Yeah. And I, you can see that little blip in Poland or Texas. Mm-hmm. Oh. And speaking of which, where in the world have Josh and Meg been as of late? Update us on. So if anybody's a first time listener, just the short version is that Josh and Meg have been members of Shades Valley for goodness knows. 20 years. Yeah, like yeah. lifetime. Um, and what year was it? 2019 that we commissioned y'all out? 2020. 2020. 2020. Yeah, it was 2020. Mid-COVID. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so going on three years, uh, yep. commissioned them out as missionaries with YWAM, got involved doing uh, through their discipleship training schools mm-hmm. and uh, have been in various places, both right. stateside and internationally, all with the goal of ending up on the field in Poland. That's right. Where Meg's uh, sister, Aaron, mm-hmm. and brother-in-law, Greg, uh, serve. And so serving alongside of them to establish a new uh, YWAM base. And that is getting very close. And so we'll do a lot of talking yeah. about yeah. that. Mm-hmm. But just update us on what's been going on over the last mm. couple months, all that. You want me to go? Yeah. Maybe, um, maybe at least since Josh came so out to tw- join y'all. Yeah. I'll give the, the 2022 quick update. So we took a trip to Poland uh, in February, planning to spend a couple weeks. Uh, the city that we were hoping to pioneer and where Greg and Aaron had planned to move is Ustron, Poland, down in south um, near the Czech border. And so we took a trip there. Thought it'd be the only time we were in Poland this year, but ended up being a lot different. So we got back from that scouting trip. And that's when the war broke out. Um, even when we were there, they were starting to mobilize troops on the border, and we all thought it was this big bluff that Russia was pulling, that they right. were going to have some you know, resolution that wasn't going to end in war. Obviously, that wasn't the case. So we were back a week, and then um, YWAM and Tyler has an organization called Mercy Works that's more of the humanitarian relief if there's hurricane or refugees or they've been sending teams down to the border of the U.S. to assist with immigrants coming over. Um, so they oftentimes are there if there's a crisis and they ask us if we would return to Poland and help lead teams over there, um, out of mercy works. So we said yes. And that was a three month assignment in the spring. So we spent March through June, mostly in Warsaw, hosting teams from the States and sizes of six at a time for 10 days. Um, and that was fully focused on Ukrainian refugee relief, going in and out of train stations, refugee centers, um, the border. Um, As you can imagine, it was pretty chaotic there for a long time. And most of these people that were serving with us, we had never actually met before. They weren't officially with YWAM, most of them either. They had just Googled, how do I help Ukraine refugees right right now? Mm -hmm. And felt this call or this tug. So we were there for three months and then we came back and stepped into our roles on the base as the family ministry team that we're on staff with now at YWAM, uh, where we helped lead a discipleship training school for families. And that's the one that Josh Thalkup attended also. Um, so it turned into not just families, but singles as well. They combined two of the schools there. Um, so that was an experience in and of itself. We live in a family dorm where we had a house full of 29 people, yeah, I six believe. Six families. Six families, different cultures, total. different countries. And 
So as you can imagine, people are coming from their own dynamic, family dynamic, backgrounds, cultures, and then yeah, we had th throw in this melting pot. Uh, people from different countries as yeah. well. Single it moms. Sounds, sounds super goods. easy. So, oh, oh, yeah. To no problem. So we warn everybody the first day there's going to be conflict arises. Here's right. how we walk that out in a healthy manner in a biblical Matthew 18 style. And it never goes as you hope. <laughs> well, it's, you a imagine. it's a learning process. <laughs> so people come in and be like, oh, there's not going to be any conflict. We all get along. Right, this is right. fun. We're yeah. living We're together. It's like time. camp out. It's like a summer camp. And then three weeks in, there are people screaming at each other. And mm. even missionaries know all the cuss words. So we get to see, uh, <laughs> we get to see a lot of people unravel. It gets real, um, man. It, it does get real. very real when you're living in community with people. I feel, so I feel like you throw some cameras was, in there and this oh. would make a great oh, reality show. Actually, there there are plans to do like show. a reality show and a documentary of yeah. the whole process of how do I decide to leave because this is a big commitment. I mean, right, these families right. are coming like for five, jobs, making a five-month commitment, selling houses, doing all this stuff, moving from different countries, getting mm. visa issues worked out. Um, some of the single moms are working out issues with their, you know, the children's the fathers, fathers and stuff. So it's a lot of dynamics at play. Um, so it is a, a big commitment, and you commit to three months of lecture phase and then two months of outreach, which th for the outreach phase, we took a team back to Ustron, Poland, as we've been pioneering this this base, which came about after the refugee crisis. So, um, Josh uh, Stalkup, he was yeah. on that trip, right? Yes, he, yes, came with he us went on with outreach. us. So we've actually got a property. I think we updated everybody back in June when we had a phone call maybe on yes. the podcast mm -hmm. where we had procured a property through Mercy Works and by their fundraising efforts that cost around... $250,000 total. It's a small um, hotel type building in mm. Ustron. Not a hotel like you would think of here. It's more of a duplex type you, building. Yeah, kind of like a, a, cottage a, a bed and breakfast. Yeah, more okay, bed and yeah, breakfast yeah, style. Yeah. Um, but it does have 12 bedrooms. Um, and so the initial plan for that is to be a full-time refugee um, home. And so we've got somebody that we worked with in the spring who is Ukrainian that was our translator. She's taking over, kind of running that as Aaron and Greg have moved down and have their ministry stuff as well. She speaks Ukrainian, so it's our ability to... She is Ukrainian. Minister. Yeah, she is Ukrainian, <laughs> speaks Ukrainian, Russian, English, Polish, so she covers all the bases and has done a phenomenal job coming alongside of us and um, assisting us in this effort. But for now, we're, we continue to increase how many families we're able to take on as there's renovations that are ongoing. We've got... Three families there now. Yeah, three families plus her living in the property. Um, so for the foreseeable future, this will be a, a Ukrainian home where we can do counseling, Bible study, hopefully, and minister to them. Right. Um, and in the future, that will be our base. So it's already got the YWAM Ustron sign off there, the one that our buddy Andrew. Oh, that's awesome. Shout out um, to Andrew. Yeah, a Andrew that did works. the design. Um, Andrew so Thompson? Yep. Andrew Thompson. So nice. He's yeah. done our design stuff and... Is this, his first, is this his first international work? Oh, it could be. Know. We'll have to get it, we'll have to get a heads up on that. Um, Andrew, how do taxes work? <laughs> on I'm just kidding. Oh, gosh. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, it's been exciting to see because, you know, after that scouting trip, we came back and we thought, you know, how could we ever get any fundraising efforts towards Poland? How could we ever really – we had this vision of establishing a base because we've always wanted to um, – We've always wanted sorry, to have this. Sorry, I just got distracted because <laughs> Meg was Meg's showing, showing me the sign. Of the, the sign. Can we'll you send that to send us? Yeah, yeah, we'll send we'll send it. We'll it lights up at night, too, which so is, is even more impressive. Is that the same as the shirt? Yeah, it's the same. Yeah. Oh, same that's building, awesome. So. Yeah. That's awesome. Super yeah, cool. Super yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. Send that to right. us, and, and you can send us a couple of pics, and we'll post it on Instagram for the episode. Yeah, so, I mean, just stepping back, we thought we never could imagine what it would look like having a base there, having people come alongside of us, and... 
um, 10 months ago, it was almost an impossibility. And now we're standing here and we have a base that's fully paid for. Um, Mercy Works has committed to uh, cover the cost of it while it's being a Ukrainian house. Right. Um, because outside of that, we don't have students to host it to help pay for the expenses. So they're covering expenses for the time being um, as we continue to make progress towards getting established in the area. And so it's exciting to see everything that God's done this year, which comes out of, you know, a very difficult situation that's still ongoing in Ukraine. Um, yeah, they just hit like 300 days yeah. of war. So yeah. the crisis is still very real, very um, current, and but we've been able to see God move in incredible ways, not just in our time there, but in the way that this property has come, come about. And yeah, we got to spend another two months there with this outreach team. We had Josh Stalk up. We had 20... 25 people in 25 total people total, family, team. singles. And it was a bit of a scary um, commitment for us because uh, we're pioneering this base. So normally on outreaches, the way YWAM works is you go and you partner with another base that's established, that has their ministry. So they'll, you come and you show up and they say, all right, here's the day we go to the orphanage. Here's the day we do homeless ministry. Here's the day we do inner city stuff right, or right, right. give out food. And we were going there and we said, we don't know what we're doing. And we're leading this team of 25 people who have raised thousands and thousands of dollars to go on this trip. And day one, we were like, all right, I guess we're going to pray and ask God what we should do. And hopefully <laughs> God gives us uh, some answers. Um, but yeah, it was amazing. We spent uh, the two months there. Uh, by the time we left, we were having to turn down opportunities because we had connected with several different ministries in the area. Uh, we had connected with churches and other believers who were doing things in th within this small community of um, Ustran and the neighboring city of Iswa. And it was really amazing to see like how God connected us and gave us this excitement for what we'll be able to do in the future once we move there and establish there. And we've got even friends and relationships that we were able to build over those two-month period that we will be able to step back into and yeah. grow our ministry from there once we're over in Poland full-time. That's awesome. Yeah. That's so awesome. Are, are, you may have said this, and I missed it, but Greg and Aaron, are they in Ustron already? Have they made that move? Yes, they moved in August. Okay. So they've been there a few months now. And um, the cool thing is, like, their King's Kids Discipleship Program, right. they already had a lot of families and kids that they were connected with in that community. Mm -hmm. So they moved and stepped into just continuing what they've already been doing. So they hit the ground running, and then we added this whole uh, refugee ministry on top of that. And so, <laughs> you know, it's been a little crazy, but it's been really good. It's been cool to see how God has orchestrated all this stuff and provided for everything along the way. And so y'all are home for just a little bit, right. uh, getting to be with family over the holidays and all of that, but you're headed back to Texas yep. uh, in January. No, next we'll week. head back no, next, just week. next week. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Just, just so everybody knows because Everybody won't be hearing this until after Christmas. We're recording this before <laughs> Christmas. Um, but so head back to Texas. And then uh, the next step is the move yeah. right, to Poland. And I know that like the date is tentative, but what, what are y'all kind of thinking right now? Uh, we're thinking in the spring. So we hope to be there like late March, early April. We just have a few things that we have to get wrapped up before we can actually like buy our plane tickets. So we've got, um, we have a fifth wheel RV that we lived in for a while that's at the base that we've got to sell. And um, I don't know, we've got a bunch of stuff in storage back here. We got to have a garage sale. So garage sale TBD, the back of shades at some right. point between now and then. And uh, once we kind of get some stuff like that done, we'll purchase our tickets and then we'll have a for real date. Yeah. Right now it's just been this ambiguous mm -hmm. floating sure. <laughs> target. Sure. 
Oh man, that's that's incredible though. Before uh, I want to ask y'all kind of about the the hopes, dreams, and and like uh, future uh, as y'all are looking towards moving over there uh, to Poland, and then obviously want to ask you about like how people can be praying yeah. and involved and all that. But before we do all of that, it's not yet Christmas for us. Yeah. Um. So you know, even though everybody will hear this after Christmas, we're gonna do this anyway. Uh, we're going to do a, a lightning round lightning uh, Christmas round. edition. Ooh. All right. Don't worry. Not too much. I now. should have added some sleigh bells to that theme song <laughs> for this edition. I didn't have time. Should have been so like I apologize. a lightning round, a snowstorm round. <laughs> yeah. Something. I yeah. don't know. It's actually supposed to get really cold oh, yeah. here. Eight degrees. Yeah. Yeah. Friday morning. I'm really excited. Really excited. I mean, it, it gets pretty cold in Poland, though, I would imagine. Oh, yeah. yeah they've, they've already had, like, over a foot of snow. Right, yeah. right. It's, yeah. it's beautiful, You guys are used way. to it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm sure Snow it is. is a lot better than just cold. Right. Sure. Yeah, I agree. I wish yeah. it was going to snow this weekend. Mm-hmm. Yes, that would be awesome. However. I'm just glad it's going to be cold. Though, I will take straight degrees. up cold yeah. over, like, Christmas in shorts. Mm-hmm. Same. Yeah. yeah. So getting to build a fire and all of that. So, All right. Here we go. So... Both of you can answer these questions however you would like and throw it back and forth. It doesn't matter. There are no rules except that you answer quickly. I'm nervous. Okay. What is the best breakfast to have on Christmas morning? Oh, I can answer that hands Mm. down. We have a Christmas tradition in our family. Mm -hmm. So we do bacon and uh, sausage and egg casserole. Mm -hmm. We do the smoke punch which is like chocolate and vanilla ice cream with coffee poured over it. Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, yeah. It's a hit. I need the recipe recipe for this. I might just post the recipe. Did you say chocolate, vanilla, vanilla ice cream cream with coffee poured Mm -hmm. over it? And and it turns into like a drink, basically? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's cold. Like, you pour hot coffee over the ice cream, it melts the ice cream. It's kind of like a coffee float. Yeah, it is kind of like a coffee float. Like a frosted coffee. I need the measurements. I need, because I could make this up. I don't know if you can mess it up very much. No, you can't mess it up. It's like you get like a container of chocolate and a container of vanilla, and then you just pour coffee over it. But I can I can send you the recipe. If you need exact yes, measurement. I would love that. <laughs> yeah. And then we also do like cinnamon rolls. This entire rolls. episode was worth it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I could be of service. Uh-huh. I mean, what the Lord is doing around the world is awesome. <laughs> yeah. But, but Mocha Punch, but that's mocha where it's punch at. Mocha Punch is where it's at. <laughs> I mean, you ask the Stalk Up boys, they like fight over it. Yeah. So, the that's ones awesome. that can have ice cream. Mm-hmm. No, so then we do cinnamon rolls, orange rolls, and. Fruit? And fruit salad. Some, yeah. And that's like yeah. tradition. This is, this is a yeah. big breakfast. Yeah, yeah. That's a, it goes that's our, it. It's our deal. That gets us to the prime rib. Yeah, in the which, is, so. <laughs> which is the real that's dessert. Right, yeah. 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 Mocha punch is good, but mm-hmm. prime rib? All right. Favorite Christmas movie Oh, for both of you? The Holiday. Okay. Uh, that's probably Ashley's Christmas favorite. Vacation, I guess. Yeah. Christmas uh, that's my favorite. Yeah, I was about to say, yeah. you're over, you're over I think we watch, we watch like year. four every year. And yeah. It's the Holiday, Christmas Vacation, Elf, and um, The Grinch, the new yeah. one. The new one's pretty good. The, yeah. the cartoon one? one? Oh, yeah, the new yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, with Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah, Benedict Cumberbatch yeah. one so is super good. I, I love that one, mm-hmm. too. Yeah, my, my little boys, like, there, there are very few mm-hmm. things that they just, like, belly laugh at yeah. like that but they laugh at that one a lot mm-hmm. i love my, it. my kids love home alone i don't know i do like home alone oh yeah too. It's that's a classic watches, you know. yeah. yeah we watch that too i just the only thing like i love home i i home alone is one of the first movies i remember seeing in the theater oh wow um 
but it's so funny because like your perspective of watching something as a kid and your perspective of watching as an adult is completely yeah. different. Yeah. And I remember the first time I showed my kids Home Alone, I was so psyched mm -hmm. to show it to them. And in the first 15 minutes of the film, I just kept pausing it over and over again, going, if you ever talk to your mother like Same. that. Yeah. We had to oh, fast yeah, forward. I think hard. the first time we watched it, we had to fast forward mm. through the family scene because right. I was like, I can't. It's like, okay. whoa, the amount of disrespect is yeah. just out of control. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I also anyway. really like... Uh, Catch me if you can, which oh, isn't very. It's not really oh, a Christmas movie. Kind of, that's just Christmas adjacent. There's a lot of yeah. things Christmas that happen. Adjacent. There's Christmas songs in it. There's, yeah, I need it, to a lot of lot things of happen on Christmas yeah. in that movie. Yeah, yeah. That's I need right. to rewatch that. I've only seen that movie what? once. Oh, oh, right so when it came great, out. Great movie. You've got to yeah. watch it, and then if you can, read the book. The okay. actual book that Frank yeah. Abagnale wrote. Because yeah, it's a yeah. true story. Yeah, it yeah, is. Yeah, oh, now I remember that. I have yeah. read that. It's fantastic. And Christopher yeah. Walken's in it. He's great. Tom Hanks. Yeah. Leonardo. So Tom Hanks is the good. is who's he's chasing it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Chasing Leo. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. I watched. Yeah. It on I the remember last back from Poland. I remember. So I remember he imitates a lawyer and yeah. a doctor and like I remember different parts of it. But yeah. Oh yeah. There's actually more to the story. Yeah. Like in the book, he does. There's more than that that he does. Anyway, it's good. Super yeah. good. All right. Pretty fake awesome. tree or real tree? 100% real. Yeah, real tree. That's real tree or bust? Like, it's, I, it's like we didn't even get one this year. the acceptable answer. Uh -huh. yeah. Right, yeah. We didn't get one this year because we weren't going to be at yeah. home, and like, in any one place for long enough. Yeah. Um, but if we were, we would get a real tree. And what's we interesting is in Poland, I don't think real trees are a very big thing because I see, like, Christmas trees just out. Like, they grow naturally. So I think when oh, we get there, yeah, we'll just yeah, be able yeah. to knock down a tree on the side of the road and drag it up to our place. Yeah. 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 Um, the, uh, did y'all know the Littons? Littons. They moved to Montana. Okay. Um, they were at Shades for, for a while. Uh, Missy. Yeah. And, and David. Um, but out in Montana, I mean, that's what they do. Yeah. You they just, just go into the woods and cut yeah. down a tree. Cut down a tree. Mm -hmm. like Perfect. Jealous. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So anyway. With the snow on it. Oof, mm. so pretty. Right. When is the appropriate time to put up a Christmas tree? When and when is the appropriate time to take down mm -hmm. the Christmas tree? Gosh. Okay, I think because we get a real tree, we usually wait till after Thanksgiving, like yeah, early December, yeah. because sure. otherwise it would be a goner Dried by out. the time yeah. <laughs> Christmas rolls around. A fire hazard. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And then I mean, I'm kind of a traditionalist. Like I kind of like yeah, getting the tree dying. down before the first of the year. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like not bringing it into the new year. Yeah, I'm similar. I don't. Have a big preference. She just yeah, just like a month. You go ahead. You know, December. Yeah. I feel like December's a good tree month. Nice. All right. Most controversial question I will ask you today. Mm. Santa or no Santa? <laughs> <laughs> it's really funny because we, so we've always been, we've told Oliver Santa's not real. For his whole I hope there's no kids. Listening. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, we sorry. always try to give. Uh, always try to give. Our alert. bad. Our yeah. bad. Spoiler alert. Put one at the beginning. So we, yeah. Hey, <laughs> we hey. At least if your kid just heard <laughs> that, at least it's after That's Christmas. True. Well, we've told him Santa's That's not true. real, just so he <laughs> he doesn't get confused when he finds out Santa is real. Right. Play that. So we all know Santa's real, but we've told him not because right. we want to take the credit for right. what Santa's right, been right, doing right, for all these course. years. Yes, yes. Yep. Um, but it's funny because Oliver's, I mean, he real he knows Santa's not really a real guy, but then Reimer, he <laughs> is very like adamant about convincing herself that Santa's real. Like mm. Reimer so really like, wants Santa. Yeah, to be she wants real. Santa to be real. Yeah. So she'll talk about like right. The real Santa. It's, oh my God. it's so, so funny. It's really I, I'd shared this with John Mark, I think in our last episode mm. that we recorded, that like I don't think you can do this in a way that it doesn't like 
like your kids aren't going to be disappointed. Yeah. yeah. Um, because like mm-hmm. if if you do Santa, then when they find out, they're disappointed. Yeah. Um, but then you can be in my boat. So we didn't do Santa, and I have kids old enough now that look at me and are like, "I wish y'all done Santa." Uh-huh. Like, I can't win. <laughs> you can't. Win. Uh-huh. You yeah. can't win. Uh-oh. Oh my word. The other day, Reimer heard a, heard a Christmas song coming on. And she was like, oh, Christmas, when Jesus was born. I mean, when Santa comes to town. And I was like, oh, no, you did not. No, no. Well, mm-hmm. <laughs> Tis the season. Oh, my word. All right. Favorite Christmas carol. I like Carol of the Bells when it's a good one. Yeah. Do you have a I don't favorite? Know if that's a carol. I was it's about to say, a, do you have a favorite? I mean, it's. I don't even know. It's, it's in the title. <laughs> right, right. I, I don't know. I know. I mean, it's the bells that are doing the caroling, yeah. but I think it kills. Well, I'll get to song in a minute, like oh. favorite Christmas song, just in general. Oh, but okay. if there's like a carol that you like, like Oh, oh gosh, Holy Night, like Silent pounding. Night, Oh, like Come the All You ho- Faithful. Holly and the Ivy. Oh, the Holly and the Ivy, but yeah. that's not a carol. That's not that's a carol. Oh, yeah. I Can you carol like carol that? actually? What's the definition of yeah. carol? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I Holly and the know. Ivy is one yeah. of my all-time <laughs> favorites. I don't Okay. It's, it, when I hear I Holly and the Christmas Ivy, I, I just start thinking about Christmas and Killarney. I don't know mm-hmm. what that is. Oh, the Frank... Is that Bing Crosby? The Holly... Da, 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 da. Yeah. Yeah, Bing Crosby. Yep. Don't make me sing it. Sorry, I, I'm gonna have to look up Killarney. this song. Right. With all <laughs> of the folks at home. Like, where is Killarney? Is that like in Connecticut or something? Like where oh, is that place? It sounds like it should be in Ireland. I don't know where it is. Anyway, well, favorite Christmas song. What about uh, this? Will be good for you, John Mark. Christmas mm-hmm. song by Dave Matthews. Oh, that oh, is a good one. I love that song. Haven't yeah. listened to that one this in a season. Long yeah, Ashley loves yeah, bring it that up. song. Yeah, it is good. It's like good. nine minutes long or something. It's so like that, you, but it's super good. Do you want to admit? I'm, I'm a baby boy. Do you want to admit <laughs> to uh, to Josh uh, and Meg what Spotify told you about your relationship? He probably with heard it. If he oh, listened. Oh, yeah. already heard it. Yeah. yeah, my bad. Yeah, they were my number one band you know, on Spotify. You know what's this funny year. for me? My number Just one so is like the Encanto album. Uh, yeah, like, oh, it's so messed it's up. It's so terrible. My my, <laughs> my Spotify wrapped is like, oh, you're six. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you liked Encanto so much. It's this is terrible. Gonna, this is gonna sound really petty, but the uh, I have Spotify. I also have Apple Music, mm-hmm. and yeah. so whenever kids request a song. Uh, I listen to, to it on oh, Apple Music so that it doesn't show up on my spot. Wow. Oh, my word. <laughs> you are a purist. Yeah. Oh. Because I wish I could. I don't want the recommendations, and I don't want yes. the algorithms. No, yeah. To <laughs> the algorithm is definitely messed up on our Spotify. Gotta protect that al- algorithm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Mine goes from, like, Sing 2 to Kanye <laughs> to... <laughs> so it's like, it's messed up. It thinks I'm bipolar, for sure. Right. Yeah, for sure. Oh, my word. We should do, we should do that. Like yeah. YouTube or just do something else. For the Amazon. Amazon Music, I think. Yeah, like a, with the thing. if you have Prime, I think mm-hmm. that would work. Yeah. So, do you have another question, Jonathan? All right, okay. best gift you've ever received. Oh, oh we talked about this the other day. Really? Yeah. It's probably because I listened to the episode and I said, "What was your favorite gift that you ever got?" Yeah, I think when I was like four, five, six, something like that, I got mm-hmm. a bike, and I just—I mean—that stands out like mm-hmm. above all the others. Yeah. I actually got out of bed somewhere around midnight and snuck into the living room at Uh -uh. my grandmother's house Mm -hmm. because we like, they wouldn't wrap our Christmas presents. They would just set them out. And I saw the bike. Oh my gosh. I was so excited. I don't think I slept all night. Yeah. I probably like got it. I probably like got on it and rode it in the middle of the night. (laughs) Yeah. Amazing. Not really, but 
And then you did you? I don't know. I mean, my like favorite. I had like one. video game systems yeah. growing oh, up, which yeah. was always a big thing. My mom usually did, and my dad did Christmas pretty big, so we got some awesome things and some things. You know, back when we were growing up, you had commercials. That's how you like picked out what you were right. going to oh, get, yeah. or you went to Toys R Us. Or you and got I'm, the Sears catalog. One of the, or the catalog, yeah, yeah. JC Penny or. I Sears remember catalog. having one of those things that I was so excited about. That was a. Uh, you remember those little electric like football fields that had all yeah. the guys on oh, it? And it, stuff? it, yeah. it would like, yeah, vibrate because the commercial made it look like, oh, this is gonna be awesome. Oh, it's you gonna be incredible. Team, but yeah. then they all just like move to the side. <laughs> they just scatter. It's like watching little roaches move away. Right, right, all right. my friends got together. And we're like, that's gonna, it's gonna be awesome. And, <laughs> It is awful. Oh yeah, it's terrible. They deceive you because each each of those little figures had a little little dial on it. Yeah, like you could like like direct it. Like oh, he's a running back. I'm gonna turn him up and make him go. No. Oh oh, I had a friend that had one. It was such a disappointment. I share in your experience. Yeah, I'll find a YouTube video. Yeah, no, it was. That's one of the ones I remember. Sorely disappointing. But now we just buy our own stuff. It's not a big thing anymore for us each other. Oh, yeah. Christmas presents. Right. Like once you get older, gift gifts is not our yeah, language. not a love language Neither for sure. Us, so. so it's just like We're so. Like, what do you want? Will okay. you buy yourself some stuff for Christmas? <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Put it on the Amazon list. Yeah, we have an right. Amazon list that we see, and then we just pick off of that. <laughs> we don't even hilarious. try to like hide it yeah. anymore. That's hilarious. One year you did get me like. Coldplay tickets, which yeah. was a big surprise. Yeah. It was like when oh, Coldplay was like wasn't. When we were like young and they were like just <laughs> newly, yeah, newly married mm-hmm. or something. They had just come out with like back uh, when Coldplay was good. That's yeah, it, back when right. it, it was like right after yeah. Russia. We blood, were still so just still surprising each other. And yeah, <laughs> back when yeah, there was some. Excitement. I do have a surprise for you for Christmas this year. Oh, oh great, hey. that's terrible. You heard it here it's on small. the podcast. It's small. Well, now that's puts me in a bind. <laughs> I know, I know. Good luck, man. Yeah, no, no I got to figure out a surprise. You, you you time, the clock is ticking. I, Can I grab a you DVD? You heard it yeah. here, folks. You <laughs> do not have to get you. me Grab a surprise. Blu-ray. Yeah, I'll grab you a Blu-ray <laughs> over <laughs> here at the shop. Oh, man. Well, that's all I got. Is that okay, all you got? Uh, well, we talked about breakfast and that mm-hmm. being a tradition. Do you have like a favorite Christmas tradition that you do every year? I mean, I think prime rib yeah. is our favorite. The prime rib. Food. Yeah, mm-hmm. with my family. Food is very important. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Very important. With our family, like just our family, I don't, I yeah. don't, I can't think of anything. Yeah, we probably should start doing something <laughs> <laughs> at this point. <laughs> Maybe Oliver would know something that we do. <laughs> you know. I know, it's hard to think of the last that. The last two years, I've led the... Uh, Christmas party at the base in a elf outfit, which has been pretty exciting. Oh, I'll probably, oh yeah, I've seen that. I'll probably too. bust that out again yeah. for yeah. Christmas Day. So that'll yeah, go be- ahead and send that'll that become to us. a tradition. I'll post it on yeah, the just please the Christmas elf. Please, I need mm-hmm. that for Christmas. Yeah, mm-hmm. tell dad oh. jokes. So mm-hmm. that's becoming a pass, a good pastime. Mm-hmm. Is that it? That's it. All right, all. y'all survived. Wow. Lightning, Lightning round. round. Yay! Oh, awesome! You survived the snowstorm. Well, we obviously we want to respect y'all's time with your family and all those things, mm-hmm. but would love to hear just a little bit about your hopes for the future, just kind of next steps when those boots hit the ground in yeah. Ustron. Well, I'll go first okay. because um, one of my hopes is that when we get there, we can just do some like hardcore language learning. Mm-hmm. The hard part for us is going to be that P- Polish. Yeah, Polish. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it's so hard. Mm. It's so hard. But I what? Have what I've never, I've never remotely interacted or looked at Polish. What's it? Give them a little re- taste. What, well, what's it related to? Like, what's it? Is it? Is it like a? Well, is it like Russian? It's a Slavic language. Okay. No, it's not like Russian. I mean, I don't, so, know. I don't know. Like, it's similar to Czech. It's similar to Slovakian. Um, but yeah, it's just like 
you will see a word and of the eight letters, there'll be like one vowel. Yeah. Lots of Z's. So, and they use sounds that we can't make. Mm -hmm. Like what's three? I still can't say. I still can't say. It's like the front of your mouth. And Mm -hmm. I mean, my sister's last name is Skrobarczyk. Like right. you see that written and people are like, what? I have no right. idea how right. to remember. And that's say a that. simple one too. But when you get yeah. everything. It's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so anyway. Do they use, uh, what's the alphabet, al- alphabet it's, system? It's, it's, it's similar? the same, same, but they just have some extra letters that we right. don't. Right. Yeah. Like the L with the thing through it. That mm-hmm. makes the W sound. Yeah. Um, I think they have like 30 something letters. Okay. And then, but then they also have letter combinations like S, Z, C, Z. S C that all make mm-hmm. sounds right. that we right. don't make. So I'm trying to like train my mouth. Yeah. Um, but I think the hard thing is going to be not filling up our schedule with the stuff that's going on with the Ukrainian, like re- with the refugee right. house. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think our hopes are to like get there, get settled in, start learning the language, get the kids a- accustomed to being there, and get in a good homeschool rhythm because we'll do homeschool at least for the foreseeable future. Mm -hmm. I don't know if at some point if we'll put them in Polish school, I know that would help them learn the language, but I think, I think Reimer might be like shell shocked if we did that. Oliver would probably love it, but um, yeah, I mean, our hope is to just get there, get acclimated, get like, make some friends, get in church. I don't know. You pipe in. Yeah. I mean, I think, Short term, we will not have a lot of responsibilities at the base, hopefully, um, just because <laughs> we, we do have people there that are sustaining it now. So as long as that continues to be the case, um, we will probably continue to host teams from YWAM Tyler. There's a team leaving next week, yeah. right, right after Christmas. Um, since we are kind of pioneered under this YWAM Tyler Mercy Works umbrella, the continual um, DTS outreaches that occur every quarter, a two month team, um, likely will come, you know, once or twice a year. Uh, so we'll be hosting teams and that gives us an opportunity to do some bigger ministry things like scheduling, um, big outreaches and stuff, which really creates opportunities to get engaged with the community and do things that as a family of four, or as even with Aaron and Greg, we would be unable to do. So it gives us um, a little bit of flexibility when we have teams come, but also we don't want to just be every day leading them around the city and doing everything with them. So it's a bit of a balance and it's tricky and we're not sure exactly how it will look like once we arrive there. But again, the long-term goal is to begin running discipleship training schools at the base, um, which isn't necessarily exclusive to not having refugees there. We could still use the building and the common areas to run schools and find other housing accommodations for, for students. But um, the truth is that there has not been a DTS in Polish for 30 years at Almost, this point. Yeah, 25 so, years so they've, um, Aaron and Greg especially, have had this heart for as they've raised up these kids through their King's Kids ministry to see them develop into full-time missionaries, however that looks. And they have been limited by not having a discipleship training school in their language. So, right. I mean, there's other places you can go for ministry training. Yeah. YWAM isn't exclusive to that, but they, as part of YWAM, would like to continue their development discipleship through that program yeah you Um, either have to like have it in your heart language or mm -hmm. know english really well because it's just a lot of content like greg did his discipleship training school in budapest so Mm -hmm. he did it in english and he like barely spoke english so he was like taking notes and then at night was trying to go through the notes and like just process through Mm -hmm. so it's a lot to take in if it's not in your heart language so our heart for that is to make that available for the polish people who would love to yeah and even when we were in 
pull in before we talked to um was it global what's the efc one? global reach? reach global reach global that's it uh we spoke to somebody and even for efca like poland has been kind of a what they call it, black area or dark yeah. like dark spot where there's not a lot of evangelical protestant activity right in mission outreach like development um so yeah, even even efca like- they have people in budapest station mm-hmm. but there isn't a lot in there's not really anybody in poland so there was nobody to connect with um so we're kind of hoping to you know be a part of this you know revival almost of mm-hmm. polish youth and the polish community um you know it's historically 99 percent catholic, catholic so yeah. Um, which are which also like to, to say that too though we our heart is to partner with the Catholic Church. Yeah, um, it's not either or. Like mm-hmm. in YWAM, it's non-denominational, interdenominational. Right. So, um, I think that that plays a part into how Poland is though, because mm-hmm. it's so highly concentrated Catholic that as evangelical Christians, it can be kind of hard to break in. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's that's changing, I think, and especially where we'll be living in Ustron, it's historically been predominantly um, evangelical. Like back in like several hundred years ago, right. it was like over fifty percent. So we we find that we have like more ministry partners and kind of more reception, like more warm reception in that area as evangelical Christians. Yeah. So we'll be, I was going to say Poland is like 0.5% evangelical Christian, which is pretty crazy. Yeah. So we will be continuing to work with Ukrainians as well while we're there because they'll be in the house. We want to, that'll be part of our ministry. And even the, there's YWAM bases in Ukraine. There's one that me and Oliver went to for a week in Kiev and we'll continue to, work with them and partner with them to do different things and different outreaches. So um, there's a lot of things going on, but yeah, get, just getting acclimated, finding our rhythm, learning the language are going to be steps that we take as soon as we arrive. So a lot to come and we're excited about it. Yeah. Yep. We're excited for y'all and just mm-hmm. to see yeah. just this really long standing dream and vision like come to fruition. Um, yeah. I mean, it's just a testimony to the faithfulness of God and his call yeah. Mm-hmm. on y'all's lives and we're just excited to get to continue to be a small part of that. So maybe as we wrap up, like how, how can people best pray for y'all or, and, and if there are needs outside of prayer, what are, what are needs that people could be involved in, in helping to meet? Mm-hmm. I think our most pressing need like in the immediate is for us to be able to sell our RV. Okay. I think once we've gotten that done, then we can really make steps forward as far as like our moving date and stuff. Um, and then our goal for fundraising is to be um, at like 3000 a month for now. And I don't, they, that may increase in the future. We don't really know yet because we haven't lived there yet. Um, but we're, I think we're like around $2,300 a month mm-hmm. for monthly so support. Close. So okay. we kind of need to hit that goal or at least close to it before we move over there. Cause we don't want to get over there and then be mm-hmm. underfunded. Know, underfunded. Right. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. And the, kids, be- the best way if people want to get, uh, involved in financial support, the best way for them to do that would be. We have a giving site set up through On Realm, so mm-hmm. through the church, and all the all those donations are tax deductible because okay. it's processed through the church. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, we've got like Venmo and stuff like that for one-time gifts if people don't care about the tax deductions. Right. But um, we can send y'all. I think y'all have that information. And we've got a website. We can see our updates, and there's a link yeah. to giving. It's McClung's.epistle.today. Yeah, that's it. 
So that's kind of a new blog, yeah. newsletter, awesome. giving link. Yeah, we just switched us, over to so. that. We really like it. So yeah. if y'all aren't signed up for our updates, it's yeah, a really cool platform. Mm-hmm. You can see our like Instagram updates. Um, yeah, that's what I was about to say. Y'all yeah. have an Instagram as yep. well. Yep, McClung's with a mission. Yep. Super clever. <laughs> and we also <laughs> we also have a Facebook group too. Yeah. We don't update that quite as often, but yeah, there's lots of ways to keep mm-hmm. up with us. That's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. Any other like immediate prayer needs? Uh, I think just like like I was I saying for know. the kids there's, transition. Yeah, and us. Right. I mean there's, stuff like that is. There's always things like that. I mean, and with this coming, there's a bit of a anxiety about these. We're about to host another twenty something ish people in our house. In yeah. our house, so there's always you know, it's almost this impending. <laughs> Don't say too much. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the hope is that everybody is going to get along, that everybody's going to be able to work out their conflicts, yeah. that it's going to be a great relationship. It's but just you the just next have season of your reality Sony, show. I mean, imagine exactly. even your friends, if you, even your family, like right. if you're going to spend three months living every single day and waking up with the same people, it, it gets Sharing exhausting. One so, house, two so, bathrooms. And people kind of look to us to figure out, you know, their problems. the problems rather than connecting with each other. So we just know that there's... It's going to be a interesting season. It's just a season. lot of discipleship so, opportunities. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but that's so not it's a growing always comfortable. Right. Yeah. So that's coming up and just for the kids to be able to get into a normal routine. You know, this year has been <laughs> just almost complete chaos. Uh, we've, I mean, we homeschool Oliver and it's been, what, maybe 20, 30 days we've done it this oh, year. No, more, so, than more than that. But, that. It, but it is like so few and far between yeah, like when we're so traveling. And um, yeah. But he gets, he gets a little bit of a more street smart by some of the outreaches and things we do yeah. he's learned and grew a lot outside of book knowledge um so just getting into normal routine where we can be kind of all right this is our schedule we're yeah. trying to incorporate some of that and have some expectations with the kids like this is the day we're going to do more school stuff or this is the day we can be outside so um yeah just finding a routine for the next few months as we get prepared to leave that there's a little bit of consistency for our kids because they've been just all over the place and they do great. They're very well adjusted. They go from spot to spot and sometimes they don't even know where we're going to sleep the next <laughs> night. Sometimes we don't even know where we're going to sleep the next <laughs> night. Like, but when are we going home? And I'm like, well, which home are you talking yeah, about? Exactly. <laughs> right, right, yeah. um, so it's been a whirlwind for them, but they've been amazing and they're their own little missionaries. We yeah. always tell everybody there's no junior Holy Spirit. So they've been just instrumental as we have in doing a lot of the outreach and a lot of the ministry we've been a part of so it's been cool to see their kind of value and giftings and abilities come out yeah i want to put in a shameless plug if you have kids your kids Mm -hmm. can hear from god and if you want to know how talk to us we would love to (laughs) give you share some stories and pointers and stuff like that because just like uh, i think josh in his latest update posted a video of oliver sharing about going to ukraine when we were on outreach in Poland. And I think one of the first things that he said was like, he prayed and asked God whether he should go to Ukraine and twice. And he felt like the Lord told him yes, both times. Mm. And it's just cool. Like when you, so that made me feel confident about him going, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, so it's just really cool to, to see how our kids can hear from God and just, yeah, step out in faith. And they're so much more bold than we are sometimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And anyway, it's been really cool to see them grow in that. Yeah. these last couple of years. Yeah, they've been put in a lot of very uncomfortable situations, challenging situation, situations. And even for us, like it's tough as a family, you know, because we're making decisions, but we want them to be involved as we pray through things as a family. We're not going to just 
make decisions outside of their awareness or knowledge or involvement. We, I mean, sometimes we have to, but well, sometimes we the have things to, that but we can include them in. We, yeah, we do try to, but do that. we do try to challenge them into stepping into uncomfortable situations. It's especially been challenging for Reimer, who's very introverted, and even coming to Lego camp this week is like the first few moments she's very <laughs> trepid. But um, it's been amazing to see like how God has really blessed us and blessed our family and seen them grow. I think even the pastor who shared this past Sunday was talking about being in uncomfortable situations and challenging ourselves and being able to take risks for the gospel. Like our life should look different because we were able to lay aside our own comforts and our own, you know, hopes to see what God will do in our lives. And because we've kind of taken these small steps of obedience, we've seen how faithful God is, especially to our children, because mm-hmm. for us, it can be easy to say, all right, we'll go to Poland, we'll go to Ukraine, we'll go to Texas, whatever it is. But for them, leaving behind their family, their friends, their community, and really changing the trajectory of their lives right. is a lot more of a, I don't know, you feel a lot more of that weight. Um, but they've been able to really adapt well, and God's been so good to bring alongside friends and mentors and other families that have been through similar situations and similar stories to um, really um, grow their their faith and their community wherever we go. So it's been really amazing blessing. So you can do missions with kids. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> well, we're just excited just to see um, how the Lord will continue in faithfulness. Yeah, um, and, for sure. And to see what he's going to do uh, when y'all are there. Yeah, uh, on I'm the ground excited. In Poland. Um, could, to close the episode, could I pray for y'all? Oh, oh, for sure. Yes, that'd be amazing. Bring it. Father, we are just so thankful uh, for the McClungs, for the way that they have blessed this body over the years, um, and the way we continue to get to be blessed by them by sharing in uh, their journey of following you. Lord, we just pray your protection and blessing uh, for Meg, Josh, Reimer, Oliver, um, just that you will obviously go before them and prepare the way over these next couple of months. Uh, Lord, we do pray for the the quick and profitable sale of the RV. <laughs> pray for this upcoming uh, DTS and families all moving in to close quarters together and just for uh, good growth even through challenges there, uh, that all of it would result in growth towards you and in clarity in people's callings. Uh, and Lord, we, we just pray for them along the way through all of the preparations that they would know and feel your presence with them and that uh, when they hit the ground there in Poland, that you would make the path straight before them uh, as they learn language, as they get into routine. Lord, we just pray uh, that you would direct their every step. Uh, we make our plans, but you direct our steps, and we pray that you would do that for the McClung family. And we, uh, we just look and long with great expectation to see uh, your glory magnified. Uh, through their lives and through the ministry of YWAM in Ustron, Poland. We pray all these things in the name of Jesus and for his glory. Amen. 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 Thank you guys Thank for you guys. coming yeah. Thank you for having us. Get our uh, four-time mug or something. <laughs> <laughs> four-timers yeah. mug. Four-timers Yay. club. <laughs> Perfect. There it is. <laughs> <Don't> <laughs>